was going to say, you must be super busy because you've got a new baby as yeah. well. Yeah, new baby in the shop and here, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah. it's chaotic. It always comes with lots. But it's interesting because a few chefs I've spoken to have opened new restaurants and had new babies. I've, I've, had, like, I've had other friends, I don't know, it's uh, <laughs> something in the air, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, uh... Do you think it's that sort of, I feel like a lot of the chefs I speak to are really you know, you're already driven and passionate and creative, you just always need that extra challenge. Yeah, no, I, think, <laughs> I think it could come down to that, but it's, it's definitely given me another like, sense of ambition and drive, you know, like yeah. I wake up in the morning, baby's there, like, it's um, not so hard to get out of bed. Yeah. It's hard to get out of bed when you want to have a cuddle as well. So. Well, that's right. But you want to create a world for exactly your right. baby that's you know, a, a good place. Yeah. And so yeah. so yeah. You know, no more coasting along and you know, just uh, doing your own thing is responsibility. I don't know that anyone could say you've been coasting along. You've tried a few different, maybe, things. But I think um, certainly like to be described as the master of meat pies when you only just opened last year is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if my... Uh, Competition agrees, but <laughs> it was quite a thing last year, though, wasn't it? Like yeah. pies were like. Um, yeah, Matt Wilkinson did the pie shop, and then Raymond did uh, Wonder Pop and Wonder Pies. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, we were doing the same thing. It's good though, isn't it? Think... Yeah, it was good. Like no, there was no like animosity or anything like that either. Like everyone was sort of like going towards the same. Yeah. Uh, directions and thing. Everyone's doing totally stuff too, so. Yeah, they always say that a bit of competition is good though. Exactly right. And it, um, it sort of gives you something to gauge it off. And it means, it sort of means that people, like the, the public, are like, oh, this is interesting. So pies are a thing, and then more people start buying pies, and so more people are coming. To, totally. Yeah. yeah. And I really liked the moment that it was New Zealand, uh, Queenstown, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that ignited that. Yeah. Um, it's all driven from my wife. She's, uh, she's a Kiwi. My family are all Kiwis. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll see, we'll see you next week. Oh, see you, mate. Yeah. Um, this is the Callum Cheese Man. Good man to know. Yeah. Cheese. <laughs> Always good. Um, but yeah, it was all, yeah, we just went, and I just thought there's a massive gap in the market for the quality of pie that's going. And Kiwi style is the best. So. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no Absolutely. Bias. No, yeah. Bias. no none, none. Yeah. I think I said to you when I met you in the board sheet, um, yeah. Christmas drinks, we talked about the blowing on the pie yeah. video. It's just, pies are iconic in Yeah, well, in that's it. <laughs> and, like, I think over there, it's taken for granted. You know? like, yeah. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, because you can go anywhere and get a good pie. Uh, but here, like, you, know, you have to go to the city or out to Brunswick um, to get a decent pie yeah. or out to country towns and stuff like that. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. So I feel like you've chosen quite iconic foods to go with you know, in your comeback. So you started with Nordic. Yeah, that was just uh, like it was sort of the right time, the right place for me to jump on. Right. Um, so my business partner at the time was Swedish, and he had a Nordic themed bar, and then the whole back of the place was empty basically. Mm. Um, so he came to me. I was working in, uh, at Huxtable, um, and then they were all good friends from those to work together and stuff like that. He approached me and said, "Look, do you want to take over this place?" Um, the provided we did Nordic food and it was really like no and that sort of thing it was just sort of started to take off and I was like young and I was like oh yeah we can sort of replicate that sort of thing um, stylistically and I was like really into foraging and all that sort of stuff as well okay. um, like I've always grown vegetables and stuff like that and herbs down uh, at my parents house and they've got like a nice property out the back of uh, Monty Kinshaw so we uh, sort of fit 
really well at the time. Um, but it was one of those things I just, you know, I just didn't know anything about. I thought, oh, I'll, I'll give it a go. Um, and to my detriment, I didn't know enough about business when I was young and that sort of thing. So, unfortunately, I had to pull the pin on it. Yeah. But um, I think a big part of coming back to doing food was doing things that I actually cared about. Yeah. Um, so, if there's something wrong, passion behind it. Yeah. Um, so I hand like pies, you know, I grew up every day every day after school I go and get a pie with my granddad and um, you know, it's one of those things we always had around in our life and love and stuff like that. So um, you know, that was a, a bit of a no brainer. Yeah. Um, and then moving forward coming to this, I had this idea like kind of I'd say ten years ago. And just never had the platform to do it. Actually, there was a TV show on Channel 7 that a friend of mine that was working at Denord. Um, it was, God, what was it called? It was like a Mike Kitchen Rules or MasterChef sort of thing, but for industry, industry professionals. Okay. Um, it was through Channel 10, but they okay. didn't, didn't actually end up in the head. Um, but we applied for it, and that was a pitch, and we sort of got through to the next round, and then it just went nowhere. So we're going to do this back then. Yeah, right. Um, and it's just stayed with me the whole time. Yeah. And now I'm lucky enough to do it here and have like someone like Stu as a mentor. Um, it's just insane. Like, so how does it work? So you come in here, because I mean, I spoke to Ryan, but we didn't really talk so much about how it was to work in with the, um, the staff that are already here. Yep. So that's, um, that's kind of really interesting for them as well, too, to have this Yeah, well, there's constant turnover, and then the next chef will be completely different as well. Yeah. So you come in and you pit, you've already pitched your ideas, I guess. To yeah. So the, the process was, um, I did. I was actually I was going to do it, but I was too busy with the pie shop. And then someone uh, fell through. And then Alan Razor came to me. She knew that I had this concept and said, "Why don't you just throw your hat in the ring and mention your name?" And I was like, "All right, well, I'll have a, come and have a chat." And then I had a chat to the broadsheet. Um, and then they were like, yeah, we'd like to do it. We'll speak to Scott and Kim from Pickett & Co. And then I came and had a meeting with Stu, Kim, and Emily, and Scott, and we sort of nutted it out. And I did a pitch with like Al and me, like from end-to-end concept. Yeah. Um, I think that's the important part of people just want to go, oh, I think this food, but that's not what the, the launch platform of the incubator's about. It's about understanding the restaurant doing all that sort of thing so I said and we and then we I did a cook here in the middle of summer it was like I think it was four days after the baby was born um, <laughs> so I was just running on pure adrenaline at the time um, I was upstairs in the test kitchen upstairs and uh, just yeah no sleep anything like that and then was lucky enough for, the, for Scott was Scott Stu and Kim so Kim's a general manager of the whole group yeah. um, and they Loved it and loved, loved the idea. Scott's a huge, uh, like, suburban Chinese fan. It's like, he absolutely loves it. Cool like, he comes does. in here, every, like, every time he comes in, he's like, oh, fried rice, quick, quick. And he'll, like, just go and scoff fried rice out of the back. Yeah. He absolutely loves it. Awesome. Um, but yeah, and then the, that was the process. And then they said, all right, cool, can you be here in a month? And I was like, no, it was three weeks. God. Um, yeah. And so I spoke to him, I was like, all right, I'll, uh, I'd like to be, but. Crazy it's a great opportunity. Mm. Um, and yeah, now we're here. So the things that you ent- like you envisaged, like the because um, I I read what your ideas were before you came in. Yeah. Are they things you'd already been 
cooking yourself? Like sometimes uh, I yeah, totally. Yeah, like I've been cooking. Like I haven't hadn't cooked it in. So we've we've changed a lot of the stuff to a contemporary environment to suit St Crispin and the dining crowd here. Yeah. Um, and then moving forward, I'm going to open another place off the back of this. Okay. Um, cool. That's the idea of it too. Yeah, totally. Like an incubator. Yeah, like I was going to. No matter what, like my. Um, so I've got my general manager who runs the pie shop. Him and I have been friends and worked together for a long time. And we were going to do this no matter what. Mm. Um, and then this just was the perfect timing. So he stood up and said, I'll take over the shop and whatnot. And then so we've come in here and then I've sort of had a lot of the food, ideas of the food. Um, and some of it I've cooked at home. And, you know, I would like Asians to go to at home. Asian or Italian at home. Um, and then, yeah, I came in and Stu just helped me refine everything to like, a, a much higher level. Yeah. Um, you know, given his pedigree, he's just sort of really stepped it up into a place where I never thought it would go. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we, like, over, over time, you know, we'd be able to get it to there if we had it opened a place. Yeah. Um, but it was just instantly, you know, like I was in the kitchen upstairs for like three weeks doing all the testing and working with Stu. Um, and then, yeah, we've sort of, and we're still like obviously working on it now, and that's part of what this is about. Yeah. Um, being an incubator, and we can't get it all right, and stuff like that. And that's the same as any other restaurant. Like, if you, you try a dish, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. That's right. Um, it does mean when you open your, your own place, so you're stepping in at a exactly. totally we're, different Exactly, we're at a different benchmark now. Yeah. Like, I mean, it takes a lot of guesswork out of it. And then just having the mentoring from Scott and Stu and the group as well, and then having Broadsheet in my corner. Um, and then after this, I'll go and I've got a year's membership at Worksmith. Um, so I'll go and you know, sort of set up my office there and use their test kitchen and okay. that sort of thing so we can keep moving with a good momentum and yeah. then um, yeah, hopefully get some good investors in and yeah. get it going. That's amazing. And, um, and the things like, so did you go with, because I was reading and I saw the prawn crackers, but yeah, it was a bit of a haze for me on Friday because I, I didn't have yeah. to be bad headache, but I really wanted to eat the food before I talked to you, but, yeah. right, so I was kind of like, right, that's the only time I can go in and this is what I'm <laughs> going to do and it's the end of term. Anyway, but I saw someone else had those prawn crackers and um, are you doing with, with the shaved sausage We, still, we were doing the shaved sausages, now we're just buying them, it was too, yeah. way too much. Okay. Um, you got to know what yeah. to, yeah. One of those things, we started off doing it and like, yeah. Do make a mousse, roll into sausage, poach it, so like slowly poach it, then set it in the glass chiller, shave it on a, on a slicer, and then fry it as well. Yeah. Um, and for the amount of volume, it was just no way. I mean, we do the lemon chicken skins as well. Yeah. And that's like an hour and a half. Every yeah, you've got to choose your so, battles. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you just got to suck it up. But, um, yeah. Um, so the, the, the togaroshi and stuff we made ourselves, and Stu's working on a prawn oil and sort of like a little mousse to go with it now. Okay. Um, so we can just use that as a base. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I think if, if there's already people doing something and it meets, and, you know, like yeah, totally. the purpose, then why not? Well, we, yeah. we just wanted it to have, you know, it's one of those things when you go to a suburban Chinese place, it's like the offering that everyone always gets. Yeah. Because, you know, like, yeah. Um, so it doesn't, it's not like the be all and end all of the, yeah. of the experience, it's just like a little snack to get you started. So. Totally. Yeah. So when did it all start for you? Did you um, always know you were going to be a chef? No, I hated it. Like when I was young, I, so I started off at um, Bootsy Hotels, I grew up on the Pinchot. Yeah. Um, worked at Bootsy Hotels, I just watched it and then absolutely hated it. Um, hated the kitchen. I was still in high school and I just worked there on the weekends. And then, I stopped working there and went back there and then um, they just sort of put me on ladder and then changed sections and 
meant to sort of work with some instruments around and I was like, oh yeah, this is sort of what I want to do and then all of a sudden I started doing um, oh my God, I'd say about seven or eight years ago I started doing like a bunch of pop-ups and stuff like that and then catering and then just sort of took it really serious from there and mm. then just sort of eventuated into all this working in all these different kitchens and I worked front of house as well. Okay. Um, I did a lot of front of house management and stuff like that as well. Yeah. Um, and then, um, yeah, that's just kitchen, kitchen, kitchen. So. Yeah. So you've obviously worked with some good people who yeah, mentored you through. Um, I did a lot of DIY stuff. Yeah. Um, but I've had like good people to work for, like with the Hubstock guys especially. Yeah. Um, they were really great as far as uh, just learning working in the kitchen of that calibre and sort of just done sort of rinky dink sort of places or just worked like you know, small sections of other places yeah. and tacos and stuff like that. Um, so that was just sort of the first big step into doing something different um, and sort of higher end and then the Nord thing was all DIY. Um, so that's why, that's why this is so attractive as well is because um, having people like actually learn from such yeah. you know, high calibre of chef. Yeah. Um, which has been really good because you know there's I've you know, picked up a lot of bad habits over the years, um, and you know that was nutted out pretty quickly. Yeah, okay. Which is great, you know. Like, good, isn't um, it? But yeah. not even like bad habits, just working smarter and stuff like that as well. Yeah. Which is really like you know that I'll take that away for this life, which is great. So. Yeah, it's good. Does it go? Um, probably not a signature. Did it a signature, mate? Yeah. Now at this point, um, what would you say? So obviously it's about creativity and, and you like a challenge and so on. But what, what for you is the thing that um, that you appreciate about hospitality being where you are? Um, I think it, like it's just there's a, like a lifestyle based around it, and there's like a community within it as well, which is really cool. You know, like it's you go. Like, I don't know if it's like this for everyone, but you go to like everywhere, like, restaurants and bars and stuff like that, and everyone seems to know each other, or you end up meeting each other, and it's like a little, like a good support network, and you can always like have a chat with people who relate to it. Um, and then like even just in the actual restaurant you're in, like there's like a family, you know, like yeah. a, it's a really cool environment. And like once you're out of it, like I took a little bit of time off after Tenord and like working with instruction, um, support with a mate. And like, you know, still after that, like, I'd still have all my mates come over after work, like, at my wife and gloves, which was before she was my wife. She was like, why are they coming over so late, you know? Like, so it's just the life, you know? And it's, uh, everyone sort of stays in touch. And yeah. It's really cool. Um, yeah. And you sort of move around with each other and you build great relationships. I like to think that, that it's like that. Because, yeah. you know, there's a lot of um, talk of, you know, chefs finding it hard and, and, and needing support, but yeah. I like to think there is a community. I think maybe in yeah. the past it was a bit more competitive and... Yeah, it was a bit, a lot harder back when I was younger. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I couldn't imagine what it was like when I was Jewish and like... Yeah. Um, but, 
market was a lot different now. I think people are a bit more aware of themselves and stuff these days, so yeah, um, people support one another. And yeah, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, and then it comes through the food too. If there's a good, if there's a goodness in the kitchen and a good, like, like a, I feel like that we eat that. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, yeah, bottom Like if there's integrity and like um, you know, a sense of love in there, yeah. you get it. It'll come through. I think so. Definitely. Yeah. To say the lamb ribs, I've put that's all stew, they're amazing. Oh, they're yeah. so good! It's the best, best lamb I've ever eaten. And yeah. I'd made it, I tried to make a stand because we read Bruce Pascoe's Dark Emu, and I'm all like, no, um, hooved animals should not be in Australia, we're not going to eat lamb. And then everywhere I've been, the lamb's been recommended, I've eaten it and loved it. It's very difficult <laughs> to take great. a stand, <laughs> but yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely, it's uh, it's definitely the standout dish for sure. Yeah, do you have a favorite? Uh, I'd probably say the lamb. <laughs> um, the kingfish is great as well. It's um, not so much. Like a lot of what we're doing now, like there's staples of what the, like, the suburban Chinese thing is, and then there's creative, which is what they do. Absolutely. Um, the beef brisket's amazing as well. I absolutely love the brisket. So it's just like a table of beef and black bean. Nice. Yeah. I have to come back. Yeah. We're here for <laughs> another seven weeks. So. Yeah. Awesome. It's going to be Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank no you for worries. your time. No, I sent a photo, and um, 